Hi and welcome to White Witch Wisdom, Awaken to the Power of You podcast. And I'm Amanda Farrow, Soul Alignment Coach and your host. I have over 20 years experience as a spiritual healer and teacher, so you're in very good hands. But I'm actually not alone, as my higher self, Angela, a 16th dimensional being, is here. And the rest of my non-physical team are with me. And we're all very excited to share with you leading edge insights and a smidgen of magic and energy healing. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Awaken to the Truth of You series. And this is the first recording, the creation of the soul. So at at the heart of every physical human, is what's called a soul. And many will have heard of this uh, explanation. And sometimes there's a bit of confusion. In fact, I was listening to somebody yesterday who said, um, you may call it the soul, you may call it the higher self, you may call it, but it's something else, but it's your inner wisdom within you. So the soul is a very distinct thing. It's different to the higher self but very similar, and I'll explain what I mean. So the soul is actually within you, and it is part of your energetic makeup. And every single physical human that has a soul has a higher self soul as well. And they're connected but different. So the higher self soul actually resides in the non-physical part of the universe. And in this universe, because there's more than one universe, there are 25 dimensions. And a dimension denotes a slight difference in frequency of energy. Actually, it's quite a big big difference in frequency of energy. Um, And the, uh, because there's nothing in non-physical that isn't equal, everything is equal, everything is considered perfect and equal. It just depends on how fast the energy of the being or entity or the higher self actually moves. That's the vibration of the, the frequency, meaning frequency of movement or vibration, the movement of the particular non-physical entity or being or of your higher self. So, as I was saying, there's 25 dimensions and the ultimate dimension, which is the the highest level of dimension, you can't go any further. And the 25th dimension and the ultimate dimension actually cross all the multiverses. So each multiverse has its own dimension from third up until 25th, and then, sorry, 24th, and then the 25th goes across all of them. But that's for another day because today we're going to be talking about the creation of the soul. So at the first point of creation of your soul, it's actually a non-physical human that's created, and it's created by your higher self and God, and a very special source that is you. And then the second point of creation is actually by your physical humans as parents, the physical human parents that you have enlisted to be your parents, you have already made some agreements with them and they have the desire to have a child and then they create you. 
So let's let's skate head around this. Just just feel into this. So your higher self. I'm going to give you an example of me. So my higher self is called Angela, and she went and had a chat with God and said, okay, so my previous incarnation is coming to the end, so I'm wanting to create a new one that's going to build on that previous incarnation because I want to move into the 17th dimension. So I want to create a soul that's awesome, that has this incredible energy around her, that's it's, it's talking about me. <laughs> I, actually, Angela's talking about me. <laughs> this is Angela. Um, I want to create an amazing energy it's going to help me to move from the 16th to the 17th dimension. So I'll explain more of that later, Angela, getting ahead of yourself. And um, so this, this, this amazing soul that Angela decided to create is actually a really great gift. And it's a great gift to any higher self because it allows for your higher self to create a soul to incarnate into physical. And that gives the higher self an opportunity to expand and through expansion ascension can occur which is obviously what Angela's after and since I was created I'm after it too because uh, we are interconnected because I have Angela's energy within me and I have God's energy within me just as you have your higher self's energy within you and your and God's energy and just a little word on God when I first started to hear the word God in the work that I was doing and the transformation work I was doing with the um, with Fifth Dimension Earth, which is a lot of this work is actually being brought to the world through the Believe book written by Olivia and Rafa O'Connor. However, it was all channeled by Jesus and Abraham, as in Abraham the soul that does a lot of channeling through, actually, Abraham collected goes to Esther. Anyway, I just want you, before you move on, if you're starting to shrink away and close off to the words God, just feel into the truth of you. And I'm going to help you do that, which is the, basically your inner being, your soul. Um, I'm just going to get amplify Angela to amplify this energy connection and all you need to do is say I allow and we're going to we're literally going to flood you with a bit of balance and we're going to allow you to feel the truth of you and just taking a breath and just allow that truth of you to flow and light up within you. Okay, so at any point when I'm talking and it feels really weird, I want you to just feel into that right at the inner, it's the truth of you was basically right at the center of you between the uh, between your pelvis and your the core of you. It runs from the bottom of your pelvis to the top of your, it's actually the middle of your mind right in the centre of you. So, just feel into that whenever it feels a bit weird because that will help you and you'll start to remember. And what I'm going to do is just activating a remembering in you. So Angela's going to support your higher self wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever is happening, we're just going to support connecting you to the energy of remembering. 
Okay, so we're ascending. The, the purpose of coming into Earth is so that you can expand and ascend up through the dimensions. So there are, as I said, there are 25th dimensions. So we're on the third dimension here, we physically are. But our higher self that's connected to us is actually residing on the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, up to the 25th dimension. And then it, it could be that you're actually, your higher self is on the ultimate dimension which would mean that you are you are an archangel incarnated. I know that sounds incredible, but it's the truth. Again, feeling to the truth of you. So from the, the between the fifth and the twelfth dimension, it's really highly ascended. And you may have heard the words, we're moving into the fifth dimension on earth. And when I first heard it, I thought, what does that mean? Is my physical body going to have to go into the fifth dimension? And actually, it's not that at all. What it means is that the higher self souls of every single soul that's incarnated will move from the fourth to the fifth dimension. So there'll be nobody on the fourth dimension. Nobody's higher self soul will be residing on the fourth dimension. It'll all be on the fifth. They'll all be on the fifth. Currently, according to Believe, the the amount of um, souls that reside, that have higher self souls residing on the 5th to the 12th in the earth at the moment, about 10,000. And then between the 12th and the 25th, there's about 300. Of course, this is changing all the time, but that's about the right, you know, that's constantly happening, but that's about the right kind of number. So what is happening is that the, the people that the um that their higher selves are actually residing between the fifth and the 25th are starting to wake up because these are the people so there's not that many of them it's like ten and a half thousand people on the third dimension that are waking up now angela is on the 16th every one of my colleagues that i work with there's about 50 of us we we um every single higher self resides between the fifth and the 25th and we're all enablers. We're all waking. We've all taken the last two or three years to wake up properly. That is our second awakening. And this is going to be an awakening for you. Awakening to a remembering of who you truly are. And if you're listening to these words, then I can guarantee you that you are, your higher self is already on the fifth dimension or higher. And it's time for you to remember because you are so contracted to work with me to remember through the work that I do. So the purpose of that is so that, I mean, we've got billions of people that higher self is residing on the fourth dimension. We need a, a wave of light workers. We need you to wake up so you can go and enable others. And this is my purpose. This is there's a 53 of us that are working really hard to awaken up our, our groups, our communities to this so that they can go away and waken up others. So um, I can guarantee you Oprah will be on the fifth and above. Nelson Mandela, without a doubt, was on the fifth or above. You know, some of these incredibly powerful, um, Gandhi was another, Buddha, without a doubt. You know, some of these ascended masters actually reside on the 25th and Buddha Defo is an ascended master, as is, yeah, Nelson powerful man. I feel really connected to him. I remember seeing him in Leeds 
and it just I just felt the energy of him I was at the back of the crowd and he was talking and it was just powerful it was so amazing I I can still feel the sensation of tingling and it honestly amazing so the whole point of this is to understand that you are here to expand so that you can ascend and this is what your higher selves want to do and this is the whole of the world is moving towards this the whole of the world is moving so that they are um, completely and utterly um, open-minded and spiritually aware and able to see love in almost everything if not everything so the fifth dimension is the reason why I've not put the dimensions in between. Oh, I'm not going to focus on the dimensions in between the fifth and the twelfth and the twelfth and the twenty-fifth is because um, the the fifth dimension is actually re- it's kind of like a um, a bridge. So anybody, any higher, anybody's higher self or any non-physical entity from the twenty-fifth that wants to connect and communicate with anyone on the third, they'll come to the fifth. And they do that via portals. And then on the 12th, the 12th is a very distinct and it's quite difficult to move from the 12th into the third, uh, sorry, from the 11th into the 12th dimension. Because the 12th dimension is where the angelic realms start. And that's where it becomes highly energetically um, evolved and very fine expanded frequency. Because the faster and higher the vibration is, it takes them more room. So, so when Angela, let me just explain a little bit further. When Angela started out on her incarnations, and we're talking millennia ago because I have connected to one of her past incarnations, Eve, and she was an early man. And she was, at that point, Angela was on the fourth dimension. And then through her lives, she has expanded, and now she's expanded to the point where she resides on the 16th dimension. And she's cheering me on to do my work to expand so that she and me can transition. Um, when I transition back into non-physical, we'll ascend into the 17th dimension. So as I was saying, everything is equal in non-physical. Everything is energy and it's vibration. It's, it's really chaotic and constantly moving at different speeds. And each dimension kind of denotes different frequency of energy. The higher the dimension, the faster the energy moves and the more it takes, the more space it takes. So if you can think about a hummingbird and it flapping its little wings as it hovers to, to get its nectar. It's solid, but actually you can't see the wings because it's, it's moving so quickly. So that's a perfect example of what is going on in non-physical. It's moving so fast that we can't receive it. But there are people who are highly attuned and tuned into the higher self and tuned into the ability to receive through vision. And they can see it and perceive non-physical, which is where you get uh, people with um, medium, well, medium, not so much, but clairvoyance. So there are three stages of the soul. As I've mentioned, there's point one of creation, and that is into a non-physical human. And that soup son is pulled together dependent on what your higher self and your and God decides 
in terms of what is wants to be achieved by that soul. So the soul contract is created first and then you're created at that point and then you have a pre-physical life. Then you have your physical life because you are ready to come into the physical world. Your parents are ready. They create you as a physical human. You're born. Then you live your life and then you move into, you transition into non-physical and then you become a non-physical human and have an eternal life. So this is something that is really important for you to understand. If you've been around spiritual work, like I have for the last 20 years, this becomes a bit of a, wow, shock. Well, to me it did. But it also felt right when I understood that I was absolutely unique, that I was eternal, and that my physical, inc physical incarnation is actually a blink in the eye. And that I do not have multiple lives. And I do not need to come back into physical to learn anything or transform any previous trauma. And that's the same for you. Because the trauma is actually dealt with as you move into non-physical. You're met by God and Jesus and your higher self in the Christ Consciousness Collective. And whatever religion you are, it makes no difference. You still go into this collective. And then everything that is, you've experienced in the earthly physical life is all collated. And the learning and the knowing is collated. And then it's passed on to other members of your collective and others that will benefit. Because, of course, it's is so important because your higher self is the one that is having the incarnation. She needs to take or he needs to take all that information to be able to create another soul based on what you've just done, achieved, not achieved, etc. So the spiritual intention protocol forget is then applied to anyone in non-physical, any energy that's in non-physical that's moved and transitioned and they've still got some fear labeled memories. Now, this is a really beautiful thing to do. It's, it basically creates an ability to understand and you still keep the expansion that is kept, but all the trauma and any associated trauma and emotions um, that are connected are just completely forgotten. And this is actually a unique capability of one of my unique capabilities and part of my work one-to-one if it's appropriate, the higher self says it's okay, that they've expanded enough, we can go through that process of forgetting. And it's especially appropriate for people who have had trauma in their childhood, who struggle to let go, who still have a perspective that the world is crap or that they can't cope uh, because of what went on. So it, it's a truly a powerful way of letting go of what was. So as I said, all that learning is then passed on to your higher self, who has had absolutely thousands and thousands of incarnations. Now, all of those thousands of incarnations are actually in you because you have part of your higher self within you. And that is what an Akashic Records reading is all about. It's actually describing the previous incarnations of your higher self, not you. Uh, but you, what you do have is you have access to all of those past incarnations because, as I said, the higher self was in, within your soul. And they are individual, unique 
souls every single past life of your higher self. In fact, one of my main guides, a lady called Sarah, who was Angela's past life, it was her last past life. And she is here working and talking through me and, you know, working with me to um, build on the, all the stuff that she did. And she was powerful. She did a very great job of um, transforming her trauma and then had a massive influence. She influenced the civil rights movement. She was actually in America in the late 1800s and she influenced the um, suffragette and civil rights movement through she was a great teacher and a great healer and people would come from all over the country she lived in south carolina to hear her speak and to feel the energy because she brought this incredible powerful and she's here now with me i can feel her energy she brought this beautiful energy um and she was able to bring the energy of God and colour healing and the and she combined it with the energy of earth energy, Gaia's energy. And people felt it and they loved it and they loved her words and she had a massive, massive um, influence on, on um, so many people at that time. In fact, she... Um, I've always been interested in American politics and I couldn't understand why. I mean, I'm England, I'm in England and I'm, I am interested in English politics, but not as much as American politics. And it's Sarah, it's Sarah's influence. She's so fascinated by what's going on because she had a massive impact over there with, um, I won't go into who it was, but she influenced somebody that allowed the civil rights movement um, to actually be impacted so she is and was powerful but she is now one of my main guides and so when I'm um, watching YouTube of uh, CNN it's because she wants to watch it do you see what where I'm coming from so it's part but she's actually a guide so it's not so much the soul image within me that's directing it so this might be what's happening with you you might be having something going on thinking what's going on why am i so passionate about something and it's your higher self's previous soul incarnation that's one of your main guides so i also had and just before sarah i said i it's not me it's angela angela had an, another incarnation called cheryl and this is relevant because Cheryl, Sarah and me, we all had a very similar soul contract, but it was built on. So Cheryl didn't particularly achieve what was wanted. So she died very young. Um, she was an alcoholic, addicted to food. She had abusive and I think she might have been killed or um, very abusive relationships and she was she died I think yeah in the mid 40s fairly young and she all that she had learned about how she hadn't transformed from the dark to the light was taken and given and popped into Sarah's soul contract and within her soul energy so she was able to transform the dark to the light and I'll explain more about this in the series going forward and when I say dark I mean fear energy and light means love energy so let's just talk about fear versus versus um, love so Sarah was able to enjoy an immensely beautiful loving 
end of her life, but the beginning of it was very fear-based. And mine, my life was based on those soul contracts, a lot of fear up until just recently, in the last two years, since I completely and utterly transformed and awakened fully, and now it's light and wondrous. So I mentioned um, um, Eve, I mentioned her earlier, and each, each d- different incarnation is really powerful they have their own power signature their own signature energetic signature mine is power sarah's was hope um cheryl's was happy eve was assurance and the reason she is relevant is that she had a very similar very very similar soul contract to mine sarah's and cheryl's but she was like millions of years ago millions yeah millions long time ago world's been around a long time and so for some reason she's she actually was able to do the same kind of healing um that sarah was able to do and it's a combination it's a color combination combined with god's energy divine energy and gaia's energy and it pulls it all together and this is why sarah's within my um group of guides because this is the, the healing that i do and I'm able to um, put in as part of my work. So this is going to be the same for you guys. This is, you're going to have previous incarnations of your higher self that have capabilities that they've experienced through different lives and they've been building on it and training on it. Now, Angela's been training for this colour healing literally for millennia, probably since Eve time. And this is what you will have too. You will have these amazing capabilities, healing capabilities, understanding capabilities, capabilities for all sorts of different things that your higher self will have trained for for years, that all they need to be is enact and enabled and so that you can start working with them or using them. So a soul contract um, is created for every single soul. And it was initially, it's actually initially created by God and your higher self because it needs to be created, the essence of it with a sole purpose for you to be created. Um, so once the sole purpose is looked at and think, right, OK, so this is what we need. We've got all the knowing from the previous incarnation. So what do we need to add to this mix to make this happen? So, of course, everything that's been before will be within the higher self soul energy and and then obviously God's energy. And then they need to add some soups on that some extra bits and pieces to strengthen it to um for me, my state of being was created as perseverance because it was important, imperative for me to persevere through all the dark light um and fear-based situations in order to get to the loving ones in order to expand because Cheryl didn't do a great job, bless her. She was like, Mm-mm. and so we're learning from her. So God and Angela learned from her. Actually, that's not fair. She did a great job. She had a really, really disconnected life, bless her. And Sarah did a brilliant job. Um, she literally let go, but she had religion. And what was put in my soul contract, which I'll explain later, is that I was disconnected from non-physical. It was not only did I put as a headline to be disconnected from 
um, my family, I made sure that I was disconnected from non-physical too. So God wasn't going to be, you know, religion wasn't going to work for me because at nine I was like, kick, kick. no, I went to um, Brownies, joined Brownies and we had to go to church parade in England. That's where I'm from, North England, if you're interested. And um, first church parade I did, I was like, no, nah, I am not going back here because the words that were coming through, they just didn't resonate with me. And um, I told my mum, I'm, I'm leaving Brownies because if I have to go to to church parade every single Sunday, I just can't do it. And so I had to leave Brownies. <laughs> I, I just was so not, and that obviously is part of my soul contract. It was my soul contract that I must not get religion. I must not be part and parcel of religion because I'm, I need to disconnect from everything non-physical. And now I understand that. And I actually read a book about the Catholic Church. I was quite switched on as a nine-year-old. And I was, oh, I was outraged by the double standards. I was like, no, 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 no. And this, again, is soul contracted. It was so important for me to have that perception so that I wouldn't be able to find peace through some kind of religious um, affiliation. So, so, that, so basically, the once that sole purpose is sort of laid out, it's kind of referred to at all times. So the sole contract, just because the, the aim is the purpose, the aim is that, you know, the whole point of it is the purpose. So everything relates to that purpose which is really fascinating, isn't it? That we all have a purpose. So when you find out what your purpose is, you can have such a, it's a profound way of understanding yourself. Now, my purpose, my sole purpose is freedom from all and freedom for all. So I'm all about helping people to let go for everybody. I mean, yeah, no discrimination at all I want everyone to let go of what was so they can step into the now and that's why my my soul um was created with this state of being because every soul has a state of being so this is how it feels to be around the when you actually connect into your soul everyone has a different one it's distinct and mine is perseverance so so that I didn't fail like um, like Cheryl bless her um, and actually, it's really, it's been really helpful. And I look back at my life and think, wow, yeah, I did persevere through a load of very unpleasant situations. And that helps you to achieve your sole purpose as, as set out in your soul contract. So, as I mentioned, my name is Amanda Jane and every single soul has a name. It has a distinct name and that is important. It's not, it needs to make it unique. You are unique. You have a personality, you have a name. You also have a colour, a soul colour. Mine's like a greeny yellow because of my connection to nature and I have a, Angela has an incredible connection to the earth energy, the energy that's actually within that people call Gaia, but Gaia is like Amanda, and there is another name that she goes by, like a higher self name, which I'm not going to share, um, because she doesn't want people to know it at this point until they understand more about it, and everybody has an energy signature, 
Um, Power is mine, which is a combination of the love and strength vortexes. I'll explain more about both vortex another time. And everyone has a purpose, which is my purpose is freedom for all and freedom for all. So sorry, freedom from all and freedom for all. And we all, every single one of us has this desire to evolve. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't be here in the physical and you're listening to it, so you agreed to come here, so you are and have a desire to evolve. So often a soul contract is created to build on previous incarnations of your higher self, which I was mentioning um, is my example with Angela. And this often happens when the higher self is working towards something particular, like ascending into another dimension. And this is what has been mistranslated as karma. So there is no having to deal with other people's trauma or your trauma, or ancestral trauma or witch wounds or any of that shizzle. There's none of that because you are completely and utterly unique. But you have this incredibleness within you that you can connect to all these other lives. But you do not feel the trauma of it at all. But if you haven't transformed and you felt like you wanted to transform through experiencing something in the past. So so if Angela wanted to trans... Okay, let's take, for example, let's go for the witch example. So Angela, on a number of my self-contract readings, Angela has had... Um, it's always been two lives that have come through. One where she was revered. Um, there was a particular Egyptian life where she had this incredible... Uh, all of her abilities have always shone, shone through. And in terms of her healing, her visionary, she's a visionary because um, of the, the collective that we're in. So as a consequence, I'm a visionary. And each of her lives, she's been incredibly powerful as a healer. And sometimes they've seen her as incredibly revered, like in Egyptian times. And other times they've seen her as a witch and to be feared. And so she has chosen those experiences and each time she was chosen to she chose to have the fear around her people fearful of her as part of her contract that was when she was called a witch and she was killed for a witch being a witch many times without a doubt and um there was one lifetime where she was an indigenous tribal and she'd been tied up in a tree and she died there and then there was another where she was chucked out of her tribe um that was actually Eve an early man, but she did uh, did flourish, actually. Um, her and her her partner went off and created their own tribe. Um, anyway, so Angela wanted to grow through being called a witch and and believing in herself anyway. So obviously, I'm being born, I've been created, and I didn't. There's no way that um, I don't need to transform all the trauma that she's had because it's all been done. But she saw that as a really great opportunity for me to expand as to die. And so what happened was I watched the um, Alice in Wonderland when I was three and I made some decisions about Alice in Wonderland and about the witches and it terrified me and I felt that the witches were going to come and get me and I was and I thought that because I was feeling non-physical at that time my 
my dear watcher Samir was trying to comfort me at night when I was crying because my mum and dad would be shouting and there was a lot of abusive stuff going on and so I would be upset and she'd try to comfort me and I thought it was the witches trying to get me and it was a great opportunity to have a film and that's what can happen your higher self um, and team will you've just got headlines about what you want to experience and I needed to experience fear of non-physical and disconnection from non-physical so they utilized that film beautifully to make that happen to think that I was going to get um the witches were going to come and get me and I was terrified and I thought they were going to take me over um the devil was going to take me over <laughs> anyway there is no devil um but that's another story so that's I hope you understand that. I'm just trying to feel into the truth of you around karma because it's important for you to, to take on board. This is a really important point that many, many people from a spiritual world, this is a mistranslation. And um, yeah, feel into the truth of you about it. So in terms of um, Angela creating me, um, as I've stated, she, she literally took all the learning from the previous lifetime, Cheryl and Sarah, and also what Eve had got to in every other lifetime that I'd experienced, very similar to, to um, Angela decided to experience very similar to all of them and pop them into me. And what is really interesting, and again, it's so important for you to know, because it's this is this this is actually quite a hot topic at the moment about people's sexuality and fluidity and being born into the wrong body. So what's so important is to know and th that everybody is equal in non-physical, whatever sexuality and fluidity you are, it's totally respected and it's soul contracted. And the higher self is actually always female and then you'll create a female soul and the male just for the same with male males if your higher self is male you'll create a male um incarnation however in terms of sexuality fluidity feeling female when you're male all of that is perfectly and utterly normal and absolutely asked for and required and so contracted and it's really honestly it is you're so respected and so loved whatever your sexuality whatever your fluidity no matter what it doesn't matter what any religious books say because that actually there's quite a bit of I mean I'm not trying to diss it or anything because there's a purpose for each of those books that were written in um millennia well thousands of years ago there's always a purpose for it and it's been a fantastic tool for contrast for many people but it's so important for you to know that you are loved, that you are respected, that you are equal, equally regarded, no matter what sexuality you are, what, no matter what gender you are, whether you are um, whatever fluidity and whatever race you are, because there is only one race, there is a human race and it isn't just about human race there's actually non-physical humans and there's physical humans we're all human so take that in on board we're all human whether we're in physical or non-physical and if you want to take it the next step they came first those humans came first in non-physical and we came second 
they create we are the form of what they are we are made in there you know it the there was correctness in that uh, section of the, the Bible. We are a reflection of God. We are human. All of us are human. And, and there is no distinction. And as Abraham calls it through Esther, he, she was talking about there's clumps of this and clumps of that. So there's clumps of, of um, single moms and clumps of people um, of different race. I put inverted commas. Um, like black people, Chinese people, white people, um, Caucasian, should I say, all are clumps because actually we're all the same. We're clumping ourselves together, but there's there, there should be only two clumps, aligned or, dis, or, or not aligned, connected or disconnected, because we're all human. There is no difference. So just because you you feel like you're clumped in a sexual um, in a homosexuality or um, clump, in, that's your distinction. We are all human, and we're either connected or disconnected to who we really are, consciously whole or not. And the aim of fifth dimension, creating and understanding this and understanding the soul, is to get you to the point where. Everybody sees that, feels it, knows it, that we're all just one. We're all human, but not we're one here on the, the planet Earth, but we're one in non-physical and on the physical. So we're, it takes it to the next level of oneness. So when they say we're all one, it's true. We are all one. We're all one human race. But we are distinct in our energetic. Uh, we are unique so we're individuals as well as all being one. And when you get to that point of understanding, that's when your higher self oh, and is on the fifth and above. And you can start living your life only seeing love, only feeling love or only attracting love. And that is fifth dimensional earth living. And it's something to aim for. So thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to grab my free meditation awaken to the power of you or if you're interested in working with me one-to-one -one, or within my paid membership programs the baby manifesting club the magical school of manifesting or the soul aligned client attraction club just head over to whitewitchwisdom.com and you can get all the information there. Until next time.